This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre, from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome back to Check the Locks presents True Crime for the Short on Time. As always, I'm John Connor. I'm Olivia Cornu. Sam, thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying bite-sized true crime case. Before we get started, as always, Olivia, it's wonderful to see you. How are you? How has your week been? Are you ready for your vacation? I am done working my seven-day stretch and I am getting ready for vacation. But lots to do in the meantime. Lots of episodes to crank out, lots of laundry to get done. I have my mom and one of her friends coming to stay at my house while I'm gone. So got a lot to do. Well, you know, I wish you would have told me because I could have just had your mom hop on here. We could have <laughs> done some episodes. No, but I, I definitely understand when we're getting ready for vacation. There's so much we have to do. And I'm one of those people that I don't get excited until like it's time to get in the car, get on the plane and go. And then yeah. up until that point, I'm just like, got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to do this. So I definitely get it. I will say the good news is we're finally going to be in a spot where we're ahead. So that'll be nice. <laughs> so the listeners are like, yes, but I'm uh, very glad that you're excited and, and definitely getting some well-deserved relaxation time. Yeah. I don't know how much relaxation it'll be, but I am going snow skiing. So it will be a little bit of exercise, a little bit of opera ski and just hanging out with my best friends. Nice. It's your best friend. That's She's a real, real friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Got to be careful. I, from what I understand of the fresh powder, the stuff that's real soft, because that's, that's the stuff the, you'll just sink to, in. It's hard. Yeah. So just make sure you're being, I don't want to do a case on the true crime podcast. You got stuck in a snowbank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping that I remember my skills from last year. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's uh, I've never been, I've been snowboarding when I was a kid. I've never been skiing. I'm built for more like indoor activities, but <laughs> we're going to go sled. We're going to go tubing like the snow tubing where you just yeah. sit on the tube and go down. Now I can do that. No problem. That's not a, a problem at all. 
I can do a tube. I'm, I'm fine with that, but it's the, I remember I tried to go wakeboarding one time and nobody told me that when you fall, you were supposed to let go. So every time I fell, I would hold on and it would just yank it out of my hands. And at the time I was working in a machine shop. So the next day I went to work and then I couldn't like pick up a wrench. I was like, my hands hurt so bad. <laughs> so learned my lesson the hard way, but I'm definitely glad you're going to have a good time. And listen, I know we got a lot of work to do. We got a marathon session going tonight. I know I am short on time. You are definitely short on time. The listeners are like, Quit with the Gabby Gabby. Get with the Stabby Stabby. Should we jump into this week's Short on Time episode? Let's do it. Let's do it. So this week's Short on Time, John is actually pretty short, but I think it was a good case to show like what this world is coming to. Have you heard about this case? Did you look over my notes? I hadn't heard of the case until I looked at your notes and I was like, oh, snap. We got some retail wars going on. That's you know, I don't want to give too much away, but. It's definitely interesting, and I think to some extent our listeners are going to be able to maybe relate in certain ways. So (laughs) I am really excited to kind of get into it and kind of talk about what we think and then hear from the listeners as well, because this is a a crazy story. Well, Boz and Burhey worked at Target in Fairfax County in April of 2021. He was at work one day when he attacked 58-year-old Herman Leva. Burhey stabbed him with a knife and beat him with a hammer. Burhe was quickly arrested and charged with first-degree murder. When asked what prompted the brutal attack, Burhe gave a surprising answer. He told police that he was triggered by Herman stealing his food from the shared break room refrigerator just a few days prior. He said that he felt extremely upset by Leva stealing, and he spent several days plotting his revenge. He confessed that he purchased the knife and hammer from the target after his shift. He said he spent the next day training for murder. And on the next day, April 17th, Burhey waited for Herman to pull up in the parking lot for his shift. That's when he brutally attacked him. Burhey fled the scene on foot, but would later return to confess to the attack and murder. He was immediately taken into custody. Burhey pled guilty to first-degree murder in October 2023. During his sentencing, Boz and Burhey told the judge that he would kill or hurt more people if he wasn't given the harshest punishment. The Fairfax County judge sentenced him to 100 years in prison with 30 years suspended. Boz and Burhey will spend the next 70 years in prison for the unnecessary murder of Herman Leva. So that's this week's episode, John. It was really short and to the point, but I mean, a 100-year sentencing and a murder for stealing lunch from a break room? I thought that was pretty intense. Yes, it is very intense. And it's obvious, I think, that Burhey had some pretty substantial mental health issues. Like if that's the thing that triggers you to be like, I'm going to brutally stab and, you know, attack somebody for stealing my peanut butter and jelly with the crust cut off. You know what I mean? But I will say, like I had mentioned earlier in the episode, I did work in an automotive stamping plant and people's lunch would get stolen pretty frequently. And you would see people get insanely angry. So on some level, like I understand where the anger comes from. But I definitely don't understand where that violence, because, you know, that's not a normal person's first reaction. Right. You know, like maybe somebody stole my pudding. I'll put some X lax in the next one. Teach them a lesson. Something like that. You know what I mean? But not like I'm going to buy a knife and a hammer at the target, you know, at the end of my once I clock out, of course, because I don't want to do it on company time. And then I'm just going to go home and train for murder, you know. It's pretty intense. What were you thinking? 
I just thought this world is just coming to I don't even know what anymore. Stealing lunch is one thing. You know, I saw a funny thing on Instagram that it was like they kept messaging each other back and forth, like leaving printed out messages from someone stealing a sandwich. And ultimately, it was just a back and forth of printed out papers. And, you know, that's funny office banter. But for someone to attack an older person who's 58 and like that's somebody's husband or, you know, father, like you're killing someone over an easy conversation to say, hey, man, just quit stealing my lunch. If times are rough, I'll bring you some extra leftovers, you know, but a hundred year sentencing because he basically said, I'll do it again. If not, anybody touches my Doritos chopping their hands off because I'm out of my mind insane. But yeah, no, you're I mean, you're right, though. Like I have a, a friend who works at a, a car manufacturer now here in Tennessee. And, you know, he has people on his team who don't bring in lunch and stuff like that. So he'll bring extras and make sure that people are taken care of. And I mean, when I was working at the automotive factory myself, I was not in a good place in my life. Kara came to visit me during that time. And I had like a jar of pickle and like 12 beers in my refrigerator. Like that's what I was living on. So luckily I had a very nice Ukrainian lady at the station next to me who would bring in, uh, it was like a Ukrainian cornbread. It's like a sweet cornbread. And then we had coffee in the break room. So for like 12 months, I survived on cornbread and black coffee. coffee, But, (laughs) you know, what you got to do. Yeah. But I think it just goes to show that, like, you know, people who are in a uh, sound state of mind would probably be willing to be like, yeah, bring you like an Uncrustable or something, you know. Right. So it's I don't know. I'm with you. I think it is very sad that somebody had to lose their life over this. And then there's just part of it to me where I'm like. It's just such an overreaction, you know, that like, again, there had to be something mental health wise sitting under the surface. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. 100% has to be no normal human being. And I say normal loosely, but no normal human being kills somebody over a stolen lunch. Yeah, for sure. It's, I mean, you know, don't touch my diet Pepsis, but. You know, other than that, I'm I'm pretty straight up. I'm yeah, not gonna hurt anybody. Well, if we're talking deadbolt test, John, where are you putting this one? So for me, I'm gonna put this at a six because I work from home. I'm not stealing anybody's lunch, anything like that. I don't think this is anything that would happen to me. But it's the idea that you go to work with somebody every day and you just don't know what they're capable of. You know what I mean? And you think maybe you're doing something harmless. You know, maybe it's like, yeah, I took his lunch. I was really hungry, you know, or like maybe he just didn't like him. and was like, yeah, I took his lunch and ate it. You know what I mean? But you don't know what's going on in that person that you're working with every single day, what's going on in their head. And the idea that you could just pull into work and they're in a parking lot, just waiting for you to get out of your car that's pretty scary to me. So that's the only reason I put it up there, but I'm going to put it at six. What about you? Yeah, I'm going to do about a five. I think the same thing, just going to work with the same people. I mean, I work with the same people all day, every day, just about. And to think that someone could be so mad that I took a lunch out of a refrigerator to the point of murdering me is terrifying, but I don't know. It's just, it's just an odd thing. It's an odd thing to murder someone over. Well, hopefully this will teach you to stop stealing lunches. I know that's why Carissa stopped talking to you. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> just getting high, Carissa. Thank you for listening. But 
yeah, it's, you know, I also feel bad for all the other employees that had to come into work that day. I was just like, excuse me, what happened? Like, oh, Burhey did that? You know what I mean? Like, oh my right. God. Like, good thing right. I didn't take his lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that is where we fall on the deadbolt test for this week's episode. Olivia is putting it at a five. I am coming in at a six. But as always, we need to hear from our locksmiths, our listeners. Where does the murder of Herman Leva being killed for stealing a lunch fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod. Find us on Twitter at Check the Locks. And if you're not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Come hang out with us. We would love to get to know you and spend some time with you. And as always, if you like Check the Locks, you want to help us out financially, you can do so by becoming a patron. Head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks. Get signed up today. We got a lot of great benefits, exclusive things like T-shirts, coffee mugs, stickers, all things that you can only get through Patreon. Plus, you get the episodes commercial free. Get them a little bit early. So if you love Check the Locks, but you hate commercials, Patreon is the way to go. So again, you like what we do. Want to help us keep the lights on? That's patreon.com forward slash check the locks. Get signed up today. Olivia, I don't know about you, but I definitely think we should be doing another Patreon meeting here. Maybe end of February, beginning of March. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think that sounds good. I enjoy those so much. I do too. I really like getting the FaceTime with everybody and getting to meet everybody and just talk about whatever. We always plan for it to be like 45 minutes to an hour. And then it's like two and a half hours later. We're like, all right, everybody have a great night. Yes, so time for bed. So if you're interested in coming out and hanging out with us on Zoom, again, patreon.com forward slash check the locks, check it out, get signed up. And as always, if you can't financially support the show, we definitely understand just listening and sharing what we do with your friends and family means just as much, if not more. We talk about it all the time, but all we are looking to do is bring in new listeners, new members to our community. And by you sharing this show with the people that are important to you, that is the best way for us to do that. So again, if that's you, you're listening, you're sending out those links, telling people to tune in, just know that we appreciate you more than we could ever tell you. That is all that we have for this week's case, but please make sure that you are subscribed to Check the Locks on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. We will see you again next week with a brand new, truly terrifying, bite-sized true crime case. But until then, don't forget to check the locks. See you next week. Bye. Don't steal that lunch. <laughs>